Long ago in ancient times, there was a school of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I am Jake. We're not coming to you live from a hotel this time. We're live from the place we usually sit. Yeah. My couch. One of the two places we normally podcast. Yeah. Sky's living room or my library. <laughs> yep. Makes it sound like I live in a big mansion when I call it a library. A little. Instead of a room with books in it. I mean, that's what a library is. Mm-hmm. It's also got a card catalog and people secretly looking at porn on computers. Uh, first of all, libraries don't have card catalogs anymore. And where do you think I secretly look at porn on my computer? <laughs> the library. Yeah, here. <clears throat> um, we're watching Mystic Knights of Tirano, uh episode whatever this is. Twenty episode the Dragine. Yeah, I think it, it's got. Is it more than it's only twenty four twenty five? I forget. It's in the twenties for sure. Yeah, we're almost halfway through. I don't. Oh, you have the remote. Now. I'm holding I, it. Yeah. I was like, maybe if we, pa- it'll tell us, I, but I don't think it will. Probably I don't know not. how it works. Clearly. So, uh, remember last time, the only thing we need to catch you up on is... Uh, is that a baby dragon is a dragoon. Right. And there was one hatched last time. Yeah. And it flew off unescorted. To the rookery in the north. Right. So, we open up and there's a lady humming to herself and wandering around some wooded area picking what looks like super poisonous berries. Well, she's going to make a pie. She's making a poison berry pie. <laughs> Is that a poison berry? I see what you did. Yeah, I did it. Um, I invented poison berry pie. <laughs> she hears a thing, and she gets spooked as a, a, a fireball goes straight up into the air, nowhere near her. Okay. She, she drops her berries and runs. I get that this is like upsetting but she i think she overreacts given the fact that she lives in a place that's constantly attacked by dragons and monsters <laughs> like this yeah. is old hat i mean yeah it we don't we're not really a st- given an establishing shot that's helpful so we don't know how far away that fireball was but yeah this is definitely an overreaction because she bolts out of there dropping her basket and leaving her berries behind her family's gonna starve perhaps she is also from Garrett's kingdom, and one of the men from uh, Kells went and married her. You know, like he was visiting, and they met, and they fell in love, and she moved back to Kells with him. Mm-hmm. So she's not used to there constantly being dragons and monsters attacking. Right, except Garrett boasted about all the dragons and monsters that he tamed. Yeah. But also her name is Jessica, I've decided. <laughs> yep. Canon. Uh, so Maybe, uh, Also, she could just be from a different village than, you know, Ivar's <laughs> village or something. <laughs> Maybe. Although he seems nonplussed by all the things that happen. So. Uh, is anybody plussed by anything? I don't know. Those don't dogs th- sure aren't. Yeah. It's almost as though the things that everybody's reacting to aren't actually there. Um, so we cut to a village, and uh, Ivar and Garrett are walking around talking about being princes and how uh, demanding it is because you got to dress up or something. Because you got to. They're having wear a lovely pants. date. Like there's some chemistry there, and then the the lady who is spooked in the woods comes running, and she gets all the way to the middle of the village before anybody reacts to her screaming. Different times. Uh, People were always screaming in terror back then. That's true. You I had mean, to wait and make sure it was serious, yeah. especially if it was a woman. She didn't know what was what. Right. Maybe she's claiming there's a witch, but witches aren't real, but dragons are. Isn't the bad guy a witch? Yeah. Okay. And also, like there are dragons. Why wouldn't there be witches? 
I guess technically Maeve is a warlock because she's getting powers from the miter. Wait, is that the difference? Yeah, witches have power innately and warlocks have like a dark patron. Oh. Or not necessarily dark patron, but someone gives them power. It, it According to, to D&D, I don't know what it's like. It in, doesn't have to in be real dark. Life. Yeah. It could just be regular could power. Could be a celestial. Or just a regular patron. Right. Just a guy named Mike who knows how to give <laughs> maggot magic out. That's right. It's Magic Mike. He's here. Or uh, Kahad, you know, Barry, if he knew how to bestow magics instead of throwing salt and stuff. <laughs> don't ruin the ending. <laughs> uh, but Ivar and Garrett decide to go investigate the monster because the woman described it as horrible and gave no other details. And they're like, can do. Yeah. We'll kill everything that's horrible. That's right. Which is so many things in this time. And by kill, we mean, you know. Shoot off screen. Yeah. Um, Cause it to fly away. We cut over to the castle of Kells, and Kahad is looking into the present? I guess so. And he sees a present for King Dad. Or a, a package, he says, very unspecifically. Um, and he says that it's probably going to be bad, but King Dad's just like, it's, I don't know, but the villagers are sending a tribute, I think. Maybe it'll be fine. And Kahad very nondescriptly is like, nah, maybe. And at that moment, three mystic knights uh, come running in. Uh, and Deirdre yells, Dad! And he ignores her. And then uh, Rowan's like, King Dad! And then he looks over, you know, in a real douchey way. I mean, uh, maybe he's just so used to her yelling things. He's just learned to <laughs> tune it out. She's also a warrior of the realm. Yeah, and... <laughs> Just one of five Mystic Knights. Uh, apparently, they they went and visited Pyre, so maybe they learned their lesson in that maybe they should check up on their dragons. Um, and apparently, he's very despondent. They went to bring him a poisonberry pie. <laughs> maybe dragons love poisonberry pie. They do, and gold. Um, but they notice that he's sad, and they think that maybe Maeve has done some sort of bad magics at him. She gave him a. A non-poisonberry pie. Right. Or maybe seasonal affective disorder or something. Yeah. He just needs one of those lights. <laughs> he just needs to get out of the cave. That's true. Uh, uh, living in a cave isn't, uh, you know, optimal for getting vitamin D. It's pretty bad for it, actually. Yeah. Um, so God goes to look at his powders to see if he has anything to fight a dragon flu. And we cut <laughs> like, over. I got powders. I, could, I probably got a powder for this. Uh and we cut over to the woods where Garrett and Ivar are still on their date. Um, and uh, Ivar has tracking abilities. I think we saw him do it once before. And Garrett's just leaning. He's just le- letting him do it, even though I feel like he hunted monsters. So he also knows this sort of stuff. Or maybe he's a fraud. It's hard to tell who's the fraud at the moment. Would you call them Team Stupid Hat? <laughs> stupid helmet. But yeah, same thing. I mean, a hat's just a hard helmet. I mean, a helmet's just a hard hat. Basically. And while they're tracking it, we cut over to uh, Castle Tamra, where Maeve knows about the, what they're looking for. She like, always they does. They haven't said it's the Dragine, but it's clearly, obviously, the Dragine. Because the episode's called the Dragine. There's that, and also, like, they let it... It was ten minutes old, and they let it fly itself somewhere. <laughs> Why would it have known anything? Instincts, man. It's how those baby turtles know to get to the sea. Sure, but this one fucked up super hard. Yeah, and, those and baby- a lot of those baby turtles get eaten by birds. Say, yeah, the seagulls get those baby turtles. <laughs> so, uh, but somehow she's aware of it. We don't 
really know how or why because the dark patron does not show up at all. But she wants that baby dragon, and she tells Torque. Maybe she's just friends with Jessica, and Jessica called her and was like, oh my god, guess what I saw? And she's like, that sounds like that Dragoon. <laughs> Girls, spill the tea, or whatever the kids say when they want yeah. someone to say it. I thing. believe they um, say lit is a thing that children say. Are they still saying that? I have no idea. Hmm. You're at least in proximity to children. Yeah, but they're always talking. <laughs> Can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> just put in my headphones and pretend and pray that none of them touch me <laughs> uh so she tells torque go get the dragon and if you can't get it kill it which is reasonable yeah if i can't have it no one can but i mean that should be her plan always and yeah never kill anything yeah just never stop killing until the the, the land is yours you're a terrible bad guy <laughs> so Garrett and uh, Ivar have wandered deeper into the woods, and Ivar notices some chicken footprints. No, chicken footprint. <laughs> right. Um, and then the... Just the, three scratch marks in a yeah. little triangle. <laughs> when you look at Baby Dragon's feet, it in no way resembles that mark. So nope. I'm thinking it was completely coincidental. They were following something else, and the dragon just happened to be there. Yeah. So there's still a monster. They're actually, the yeah, they're actually looking chi- for a cockatrice. What is is that? The Baba Yaga? That's the house chicken. <laughs> uh, the Baba Yaga, I think, is the boogeyman. Oh, what's the house chicken called? Oh, oh, you're right. It, there's yeah. That, well, or the or maybe the Baba Yaga was inside the house chicken. I'm not sure. Are, are you referencing Hellboy? What are you referencing? I mean. It's in the new Hellboy, but also it was a thing before that. Well, clearly. Um, but I think they're chasing that chick- house that has chicken legs. Yes. Is what I'm saying. I, well, it's a very tiny house then. So like a dog house. Well, this is olden times. That house hasn't grown to its full <laughs> size yet. I guess. House with chicken. Whoops. Chicken legs. Well, a cockatrice is also a mythical beast that can turn people to stone. Yeah, it's a chicken. Also a Digimon, Cockatreemon, who could do the same thing and was a chicken man. Actually, it was mostly just a chicken. Um, I'm sorry, I was trying to figure out what a Baba Yaga is. Uh, Baba Yaga is the boogeyman. Yeah. I know that because that's what they call John Wick a lot. Because he appears um, out of nowhere and fucking murders your ass. That is the Baba Yaga's house. Okay. That is what Wikipedia tells me. So It does not have a name, though? Um... Not that I know of, but there is a book called The House with Chicken Legs. <laughs> Sounds delicious. I'll uh, look into it more later. Okay. But hooray, Garrett and Ivar have rescued the the, the Dragoon. Uh, and they're like, well, we should probably do something about that. And then the uh, Tamara, shoulder, so, uh, Tamara soldiers show up with Torque. You ever been near a horse? It's not quiet. <laughs> It's Especially loud and running. it's always going. This <laughs> is how they breathe. I know. And it's got big hooven feet that clomp about. Yeah. But these horses really sneak up on these guys. They must well, have. You see, they gave them slippers, you see. Oh, I thought perhaps Kells just had the softest ground. And that's. <laughs> that could be. That's why. And also, the Mav air was much, it. much cleaner then. So they were able to oh. breathe more efficiently. It didn't have the pollution that ruined the sinuses of horses. That's right. So there's a fight. It's pretty okay. Like, it's not the best choreography we've seen, but it's not the worst. And they really like to show us how Garrett's good at swords. Yeah, he kicked a sword out of a guy's hand, and then he caught it, and it was all in slow motion. Yeah. 
they were like, this shot was good enough. We can show it in slow motion instead of cutting away nine times. <laughs> yep. So the Tamra soldiers are very easily defeated, so they run away. And well, someone was like, ah, bones. Guys, someone was holding two swords. They had to leave. They were like, what? Can't be You this. idiot. We've all got swords. Well, except for the guy he took a sword from. I guess. He's dead now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Garrett didn't kill him. Maeve did later. Yeah, she snapped his neck. So Torque decides to leave also, and uh, the Mystic Knights decide that they should probably hide the Dragoon in some way because the the townsfolk are probably not going to be super excited to have a baby dragon in their midst. Which okay, are they, fair. Do they say we're going to take it back to the castle? And is that what Torque is doing when they show that shot of him? He's hearing that. Yep. Okay, so he hears. Even them. though I, I would have just assumed that were I him. Yeah. In that moment. But uh, they wrap it up in a burlap sack that they were able to manifest <laughs> somehow. Well, they show that person hanging a, a like a some like some sort of blanket or sack or something. Do they swipe that? Is no, because the, the, as they're walking through that town, they already have it. Oh, all right. Well, I'm out of burlap. ideas. I don't know where they got that bag. They manifested it. You they have magic. a bunch of bag stores throughout the <laughs> kingdom in case in case they need to pick poison berries. I assumed that one of them would remove their cape and do that, but they didn't. I assumed one of them would strip nude and dress the dragoon <laughs> like like Ivar. <laughs> he ain't from here. Uh, so we, we cut over to the the wizard keep where Kahad's looking at his powders and being mad that none of them will work on the thing he hasn't actually gone to diagnose yet. <laughs> um, But I guess it's instinct. And then in the throne room, Deirdre presents King Dad with the chair that was brought over. He's like, it's going to go in my quarters. Yeah. It's a, and Angus wants to... Or my chambers, which sounds even creepier, I think. A little. But he tries to sit in it, but King Dad isn't having it because it's his chair, and he wants the first sit. Which is fair, I think. I guess, but it's also a chair. He's like, this is where I'm going to do it's my not cranking like, well, it. I guess it could be he's afraid of Angus and all the diphtheria, and he's afraid to get poop on his chair. <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, there's poop everywhere. It's That's the true. whatever year this is. It's vampire times. Yeah. Vampire dragon times. Um, <laughs> so King Dad sits down and Kahad comes in and says, I need two boys to help me pick herbs. <laughs> and I know just the two boys. <laughs> so he picks Rowan and Angus. Um, Angus doesn't want to go because he doesn't want to go on an errand. Uh, but I get it. Yeah, everyone's just like whatever. I'm, I'm, I don't have lines this episode, so fuck it. That's fine. <laughs> he is in very little of this episode, which is fine. We got a lot of him before. Um, and at that exact moment, uh, Angus or not Angus, Ivar and Garrett come in with a, a dragon, and it's a really shitty puppet instead of pretty crappy CG. But they yeah. do alternate between those two. Yeah. It breathes fire on the chair that was just the delivered. The brand new chair. And King Dad is upset. He's like, why did you bring this into the throne room and not leave it out in the courtyard right. where it should be? You know we have a stable, right? <laughs> well, I wouldn't bring it to the stable. It would burn all your horses. But, like, there's a courtyard that's made of stone that traditionally can't burn. <laughs> With no chairs. Yeah. And only a couple of guys. Whatever you don't bring it into the chair room. <laughs> a room full of pots and chairs. They have that. We saw it before. Yeah. Or maybe that was Maeve. I forget. But it was there. But in any event, uh, King Dad's like, whatever. Just don't let it burn any other of my other shit, please. Um, good advice. <laughs> and he fucks off to do whatever it is he fucks off to do. Uh, meanwhile, Angus and Rowan go with uh, the wizard to go pick herbs. 
the wizard. Meanwhile, the other three mystic knights are there to take care of a baby dragon. Uh, w- uh, with hilarious consequences. Yeah. With the, hari- hilarious results. The boys decide that taking care of a baby is going to be pretty easy because male privilege. And Deirdre's like, you're an idiot. Uh, and I don't know. We get a lot of first person perspective of these idiots trying to make a baby happy. Well, you don't have to get shots of the shitty puppet if it's from the puppet's point of view. That's true. Also, it's way more intimate if we're looking straight in their eyes. Well, that's true. But the dragon does barf green into Garrett's face. It sprays poison right into his eyes. Yeah, he doesn't react like it's poison. So maybe it's slow setting. Yeah. Like, maybe that's why Maybe he Garrett's up just later. not in the rest of the series and we never address <laughs> why. He does disappear for a while. Uh, Deirdre gives it a shot and she tries to swaddle the dragon and it doesn't go great. It doesn't bite her though like I thought it might. No, yeah, it looks like it's biting her, but it doesn't. At least she doesn't react like it does. I'm not sure what her end goal was there. Suffocate it. <laughs> I guess. But we cut over to Castle Tamra, where Queen Mav is pacing in, in weight of her dragon baby. And Torque pops in. He's like, yeah, I didn't do that. You'll never guess who had it. <laughs> You'll never guess who failed again. It was me and your soldiers who gave up pretty quick. I didn't fight him at all, all right, but he, I also bailed. Here's my new plan. I'm going to glue their swords into their hands <laughs> so they can't lose their swords and get scared. That's right. And also, I'm going to glue swords into the hands of the Mystic Knights so they can't use their weapons. They just have swords. So here's what I need from you. I need a shitload of glue. I need some magic glue. That's a thing that can you can magic, right? Is glue. It's an item in D&D, so why not? She's like, all right, I'm going to need your horse's feet. <laughs> yeah. She's... But I have the quietest horse around. <laughs> None of them have hooves, that's why. <laughs> they got people hands where their feet should be. Uh. But Mav is like, so you fucked up super bad. So here's what you're going to do. You used to work for King Dad. So you're going to go to Kel. Is that a thing we knew? Nope. Okay. Or at least, I actually, they may have mentioned something about it. I just don't remember because I it's super unimportant. Remember. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it should be important. Yep. Like this whole backstory about him working for the king and then betraying the king and fucking off to Mav's house. I guess. But instead... Instead of just teleporting herself there like she has done so many times, she tells uh, Torque to steal himself into the the castle and steal the dragon. In the silliest way she he can figure yeah. out. <laughs> she doesn't Pick- say that exactly, but her eyes say it. Yeah. Basically, uh, the implied message is pick the stupidest plan you can and then make that work. And if you fail... I'll probably give you another chance. Make sure but... you don't take off your armor so that if you are found out, it's immediate. It, it, it It's dumb. <laughs> and I hate it. But he agrees. Because what else are you going to do? Karaoke doesn't start for another three hours. He's got to do something to kill yeah. the time. But to give him a, an edge, she does hand him a magic bag. It's not a bag of holding like I thought it was going to be. I mean, it is holding the powder. Yeah, it's a bag of magic powder. That freezes stuff. Yeah, we don't. Did we know that that's what it was going to do? Yeah, she says it. Oh, she does? Okay. I may have been uh, cracking wise during this part, <laughs> so there are, is some bits that I missed. Yeah, you were crying a lot during this <laughs> episode. That's just my resting state. I know. Um, is this the only the second time Mystic Knights have been frozen? I don't... It's got to be more than that. I, it feels like it should be. So The writing in this doesn't feel good <laughs> enough for it to not be the eighth time in 24 episodes. Well, one of them got frozen a field. Uh, 
and there's this time, and I, there's got to be more. I just don't remember. I mean, there's that Ice Lord, so I'm sure someone got frozen by him at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Could be. So we get a whole bunch of establishing shots of the castle of Kells. Because the episode was running short. That's right. And also we hear a lot of them saying, oh, there's a cart coming. Uh, everything looks fine. This is definitely not an evil cart. Everything's fine. It's really hard to tell how, how 80 yard that is because <laughs> this is such low quality. I can't tell if those men are actually talking or not. Yeah, they're probably not. So there's a, a, a hay cart coming in with a guy who's clearly cloaked and immediately Jake and I were like, well, here's the bad guy. Well, we thought he was in the cart, but oh no, I well that's true. I thought he was being drugged in by an old lady or something. No, but hey, he, man, where the hell have you been? <laughs> so he comes in and he like elbows a guy, one of the guards in the chest, enough to knock him clean out, and drags him off screen. And I assume murders him. I thought he was gonna steal his clothes. I also thought that, but instead he just steals his helmet and throws it. And and the and the guys see the helmet land, the other guards, but they don't see it fly past them. Yep, even though it totally was in their line of sight. So five guys abandon their posts to go look nowhere to see where the helmet came from. I mean, they go to look in the exact opposite direction somehow. Uh, they don't fan out at all. Nope. And at that moment, like two guys pop out of the hay bale and Torque, uh, like pulls off his disguise oh no he doesn't he doesn't now uh yeah he pulls off his disguise they go into a hallway he does that thing where he walks at the camera and pulls it off dramatically as if we didn't know who was in there right he didn't even take his damn helmet off for that hood so whatever so the the, the, there's four tamras in in the kells meanwhile i don't know they put more guards on the wall but they don't tell anyone else they don't go and get the fucking mystic knights yeah, they, you got guys for this. Nope. The other three are in the midst of trying to make a baby dragon happy. And Ivar gets an idea. He's going to make some stupid faces at it. And it's, also make a weird crying sound. It's it's terrible. It's very ineffective also. Because you know how you, with babies you make stupid faces and then and they laugh? That's not this. He's terrifying. Yeah. And also that's a dragon, not a human baby. I don't know. Maybe baby dragons like stupid faces. Maybe. To eat. <laughs> to eat. Um, it, it doesn't work. And Deirdre face. pulls him back and just like, stop. Please don't do that. Maybe it's hungry. Like, Garrett is the first one to realize that maybe the fucking baby is hungry. So they feed it apples, which is a thing that dragons eat? I mean, I feel like dragons eat whatever the fuck they want. Sure. I'm sure they love meat and stuff, but I mean, I mean a delicious apple. They're definitely carnivore coated, but also dragons are magic creatures that eat like treasure. You ever seen a dog eat an apple? They love it. So Yeah, but they're definitely carnivore coated. I know, I'm just saying you you can eat an apple and have a whole cow and terrible diarrhea later. No, the dog didn't get diarrhea when I gave him an apple. <laughs> We had an apple with a weird spot on it that I wasn't going to touch, so I cut the weird <laughs> spot off and, and cut it up for the dog, and he loved it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, Garrett decides he's going to go get more food from the kitchen, uh, and the other two get too close to the camera and make weird faces some more. Deirdre's more in shock of Ivar trying it again. I know it's. I know this is like supposed to be funny, but... <laughs> is it, though? I think it's their attempt at being funny. Like, look at the funny faces Ivar is making. Ha <laughs> ha! Is the show for actual babies then? Well, no, because it's funny to like a 
seven-year-old that a grown-up man is making those silly sounds, you mm. see. You were never a seven-year-old. You don't understand. <laughs> for 35 up until now. Yeah. It's been now terrible. 58. It's terrible for the rest of us, but you finally caught up. Yeah. Well, no, you guys are finally catching up to my personality. <laughs> no one can catch up to your personality, Sky. It goes a mile a minute. <laughs> Does it? No. That's why I said it. I was being mean. So Garrett uh, wanders off, and there's some curtains that he's suspicious of. <laughs> he's read Hamlet. <laughs> But he decides otherwise and walks off towards the kitchen, question mark. And then Torque pops out from behind it. And then his guard, or the, his infiltration detail also comes out. And they're like, this way is the dragon, because they could hear it crying. <laughs> they could hear Ivar's <laughs> making <laughs> baby dragon sounds at it. Yeah. I'm sorry, making dragoon sounds at it. See, they didn't think to check the throne room, because that's a stupid place to put a baby dragon. But there, there it is. There's a pile, and they run in there, and I guess that's a harp that's sitting on the table. Oh, that, uh, that comes into play in a minute. Yeah, and then they poke the the rags with swords, and it turns out just be a big pile of rags. And then the Mystic Knights pop out, and Garrett's like, "I saw you after all." And then I circled back to warn these guys. I was <laughs> I was only tricking Sky into thinking I was suspicious of the curtain. That's right, and it worked. <laughs> it did. Um. And none of the Mystic Knights have their armor, nor do they even have their goddamn mystic weapons. <laughs> you know what's very effective against normal human men is magic. I mean, just wearing those is effective against these troops. It scares them and they run away. That's true. We've seen it many, many you times. You don't need to do anything. Also, Deirdre's gun can shoot like eight of these guys at a time, and there's but, only five. But also, if they just had a regular gun. <laughs> yeah. But the, they didn't hide the dragon. They just put it under the table. So it shoots fire into one they of the didn't guys' butts. They have a shitload of time, man. Sure, but the dragon keep, or the dragon keep, the wizard keep is empty and on the other side of that room. Yeah, and full of priceless papers that could get burnt up by an unsupervised dragoon. You're saying that as though any of these characters have forethought. <laughs> well, obviously they don't because they put the baby dragon right under the table. A fair point. Uh Anyway, Torque reaches into the bag and he throws some powder on these guys. And instead of murdering them as they lay, they, like, they completely freeze as they're sp <laughs> sprinkled with the paralyzed powder. Uh, and Torque doesn't murder them while he has the chance. Instead, they try to put the dragon in a cape. Meanwhile, uh, the, <laughs> the Berry Boys showed back up uh, after picking their herbs. Um, so, luckily... Kaihead has that creep window, so yeah. the, <laughs> they can go to it. Actually, I think that's a different window, because the creep window is much more narrow. They see that the other Mystic Knights are frozen, and they're not doing anything, and somebody's trying to steal the dragon. You know, like will happen. Yep. And then Kaihead has the right idea of, hey, put your fucking magic armor on. Yeah, it will protect you from the magic. I recognize Pokemon Paralyzed Powder. <laughs> so they do they they morph they mystic morph yeah we only get the two sets of armor this time maybe the other three were at the cleaners um no i think it's just a bad show that could be also i just sometimes i think about how just tired we're going to be when we get <laughs> to episode 40 some of these episodes are fun some of them some of them are just exhausting yeah <laughs> like this one so Torque has managed to shove the dragon into a, into a bag. We get to watch a grown-up man fight with a, a fake dragon. 
Remember when that's all we did in the first season of the show where we watched turtles and there was dragons? Oh, yeah. And a shitty like, dragon puppet? Yeah, but that was fun. Was it? Well, we were still wide-eyed and, and uh, you <laughs> Bushy know. tailed Yeah, we still thought this was a good idea. Uh, so Torque throws magic powder at the, the knights in, in armor and then they fake it. They play possum for a little bit. And uh, then... Like they, the most unexpected thing happens. Yeah, I yelled at the at the at the TV. Just use your fucking gauntlet blasters, and then Angus does that, and he shoots the guys down. Yeah, and then I yelled to pop the pants off, and then they didn't do it. So I don't have magic powers after all. You're just good at predicting. Well, I said this. a thing that would be a good idea to do, and they actually did it for once. And that's the only magic that the knights use, right? Otherwise, the, all the weapons in this are just it's just sword fighting. Yep. So they, like, wave their hands in front of the Frozen Knights, which doesn't do anything, if you can believe it. And Kahad springs out of the wizard keep. He's like, I remembered the, the cure to this magic that I didn't see happen and haven't investigated at all. Well, there's probably only one spell that makes you frozen. I guess. And he knows that you have to whip salt at the people. Yeah, not on them, at them. It's very clearly not touching them in any way. It's also got glitter in it. Yeah, well, salt was different back then. <laughs> Salt and seaweed. Uh, so King Dad strolls back in at that and exact moment. And he's like, moment. the fuck is there all this salt on the floor? <laughs> he yeah. also... Are the slugs back? <laughs> he also missed completely the, the fighting and the yelling and the, the bad guys. And nobody has told him that the castle is infiltrated. And nobody... No no guards have gone to protect him. He's probably, he's probably got a real bad temper and probably would hit Deidre if... Uh, <laughs> If someone said that, so no one wants to, you know, tempt fate. Maybe. But then he's like, so you clear shit up with this dragon, and then the dragon bar- bur- burps some it fire. barfs up some fire. Yeah, and burns a-, a harp that nobody has addressed or used ever. Well, I mean, we all have things in our homes that we don't use often. <laughs> like the turlet. Like our dr- like our harp. <laughs> um, and then King's dad is like, get this dragon out of my out of my castle, please. And then fucks off again. So And then they all like do that like cross their arms like looking at the dragon thing, and I thought it was just going to be over for a second. I also thought that. It has a very ending feel right there. But there's a little bit more. Yeah, there's a denouement. So they bring Baby Dragon over to Big Dragon, and apparently he was in fact just sad about his best friend that he had known like ten minutes tops. I'm telling you, this dragon is a creep, and he's horny for that baby dragon. He's a dragon pedo? Yeah. Hate that. Hate that completely. Uh, Well, we didn't write the show. I guess. We're just reporting on it. So Rowan's like, I'm going to morph into my magic armor, and then the big dragon and I are going to take the little dragon to the rookery. Also- And then they do that. I think I used the term denouement. I don't know what it means. So. I'm 100% sure I did. So <laughs> we'll just move on. All right. I just, I, I wasn't listening to you because I was thinking about that. <laughs> Sounds about right. It was episode 27, by the way. We were further along than we thought. Really? Right? Isn't that what? I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Ow. Oh. Ow. My beard is stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible some of these are out of order. Uh, it, that was. I'm sorry. That was episode 26. The next one's 27. Um, but in any event, Jake... They seem Who like they're pretty. Was the most in order. What was the most turtlerific part of the episode? Yeah, Ooh, Jessica. <laughs> she got spooked by a little bit of fire. Yeah, as you'll do. 
maybe it was just a will o' the wisp. You don't know. I don't know what that means. It's a little sprite made out of fire. Oh. What did you think was terrific, Sky? Uh. I think the date that Ivar and Garrett were on was pretty terrific. They were just palling around, Sky. They were on a date. Ivar's dated everybody. Yeah. Well, he's the most handsome of them. It's true. Except <laughs> for when he's making stupid faces. Well, we learned that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the most likable or effective character? <laughs> That's a hard one. <laughs> Who was... Nobody did anything. <laughs> exactly. Who is likable or effective, Sky? Why don't you answer it and then I'll agree with you. Angus, because he didn't want to deal with a dragon and found an excuse to fuck off. <laughs> I guess that's true. He, but he, I mean, he had to go do something he didn't want to do also. Yeah. But I guess he wanted to do that less. He also than did not want to take care of somebody else's kid, so I can relate to that. Oh, you know who is relatable? Uh, King Dad, who was like, get this fucking <laughs> dragon out of my room, please. dipped out for the rest of the episode. Yeah. I'll be back to yell at the end. <laughs> don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It worked pretty good. Uh, what you do for a pop culture palette clans? Ooh, boy, what did we do? <laughs> um, what day is it? Sunday. Yup. Well, the great news is my plans for this week I got canceled, so um, we didn't do a whole lot of anything yesterday, which is great. Doing nothing is my very favorite thing. I know my uh, plan was to watch Knives Out at some point yesterday, but Target didn't ship it in time for it to get here. So I canceled that order, and then we went and bought it last night, but didn't get to watch it because it was later than if it had come on Friday like it was supposed to. You know what I'm saying, Sky? You understand how time works? Usually. You follow me? I mean, I'm pretty bad at time. <laughs> you are. That's how you end up with not a jukebox. <laughs> uh, so what I'm saying is um, Knives Out is not a pop culture palette cleanse for this week. <laughs> um, what did I, I know I watched some stuff. I watched the first episode of The Resistance Season 2. It's just as uh, okay as um, before. Oh, also Clone Wars, uh, the second episode of that was pretty good. Some lightsabers swinging around, some Anakin being Anakin, some clones being clones. I liked it. You should check it out, Sky. You'll like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Watched a little SVU, but then one of the scary ones was on. Oh, no. So we had to stop it because I don't like it. <laughs> and, um, oh, we've been, uh, yeah, we're still, we're, did I say we watched, uh, we started Bob's Burgers from the beginning and have just been working our way through that, so we're almost at the end of season one. What a good show, just straight from the get-go. I don't really care f- for the pilot that much, but it gets better from there. Yeah, the first episode's not the best, but it's still pretty good, and yeah. that first season is still fairly good. Yeah, it's solid. And there's a dramatic difference in animation that comes pretty quick after. Yeah. Once they're like, hey, this once is pretty good, let's money. put some more money in there. Yeah, Bob's Burgers, everyone. Check it out. Solid. No, I feel like people aren't watching it. They are, Sky. <laughs> they are. Don't worry. I was going to say. Everyone loves Bob's Burgers. No one who's ever watched an episode of Bob's Burgers has been like, no, thank you. <laughs> Not for me. Okay, now you go. Um, I've also been watching Bob's Burgers, but uh, that's not really anything new. I do that a lot. I've also been working on a campaign for D&D that's been absorbing a lot of my time. I've put more work into this than I have in anything else, which is something I mentioned last time, but which it's still used, true. Which used to be this podcast. <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. But um, I'm actually, we're going to try to play tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited. I'm getting down to the crunch time and writing out 
uh, monster information and stuff. So that'll be pretty fun. Very excited. But I've done pretty much very little else. Yeah, that's part of being an adult. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Being a single adult. I mean, I can still do whatever I want. I just have to ask. (laughs) I also meant, like, I don't have kids that absorb time. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. But anyhow, um, that'll probably do it for this week. Probably. Thank you, kids, very much for listening. Um, Both of you. Yeah, all of you. All 20 of you. Um... (laughs) <laughs> we'll be back next week with whatever the next one is. It, I didn't pay uh, attention. I read it, but I've totally forgotten what it says. I think it says something about King's Ransom. That sounds right. Uh, but it's definitely going to be Mystic Knights. Probably. What if they're not in this one? <laughs> That'd be pretty weird. It's called uh, King For a show of, of the title of Mystic Knights. Yeah. So I bet King Dad gets abducted. Or he takes someone ransom. Mm-hmm. Could Maybe he kidnaps Torque and uh, demands money from Maeve. Maybe Torque is the true king after all. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you guys maybe, next week. Maybe if you'll you know the true want, king was inside of you all along, Sky. Rate and review on whatever podcatching thing you like to do that on. Uh, you can follow the show me. at Pop Culture. <laughs> Even though I thought the true <laughs> king Pop was Culture inside of him with, all along. Uh, with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can email me at the thing that I just said, you can follow me on <laughs> at Sandwich Surplus. <laughs> I'm at Midwest Love Affair. Tweet at us and, and let, let us know if uh, the king was inside of Sky all along. <laughs> I was listening to you and talking at the same time, so I got a little turned around there. Yeah. But... <laughs> You're confused because you didn't know there was a king in there. Yeah. Is it Elvis? Yeah. Is it Stitch pretending to be Elvis? No. Damn. You're not that fun. I guess not. I mean, that's pretty well documented. Anyway, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> you not being that fun is pretty well documented. Yeah. I think we have like a hundred episodes of this that yeah. prove that. I'm a real wet blanket. <laughs> yeah. On a real hot day. <laughs> Dear everyone, stay frosty. <laughs> <laughs>